I'm Becca. And I'm Katie. And welcome Welcome to Generally Specific Topics Between Friends. Best friends. Here we are at a new general topic. A new one. So exciting. But first, before we get there. Okay. Yes. Hold back. Hold back. We have feedback. We have a little bit of feedback from our uh, last topic of fear, and we want to just cover that real quick so that everyone who took the time to talk to us gets their shout-outs. Yes. So, we got a little feedback from my Aunt Harriet. Thank you. So faithful about the feedback. (laughs) Um, Since we talked about fear versus disgust in humans... And maybe not everyone having access to, like, clean places to poop and all that. There is a toilet paper brand that she mentioned that I know she and my cousins buy. It's called Who Gives a Crap? And, yeah, I think they also, like, donate money to... Anyway. It's, it's a good, like, recycled toilet paper brand, at least. And if you're going to use toilet paper, which most of us do, we still do. Yeah. Because we're not living the dream yet. But if you still use toilet paper, consider using... Oh, my goodness. If you hear all these awful sounds it's Katya running about, sorry. Uh, consider using a recycled toilet paper brand like this. Who gives a crap? It seems... Pretty good. I think it's like bamboo. Mm-hmm. Based. Bamboo, bamboo-based toilet papers are good yeah. because bamboo is the fastest growing grass, technically. And so it's it is still like soft and stuff. Like yeah. I've used sustainable. It's nice. So it's a sustain more sustainable option for those of us who are wiping paper on our genitals and anuses. Yeah. So keep that in mind. And also, uh huh. My sister Kelly is afraid of aliens. Okay. Well, that's feedback. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So new general topic. Mm -hmm. What is it? It's going to be (gasps) vices. Oh, vices. Do you have them? I think most people do. I'd say pretty much everybody does. Or at least like a guilty pleasure. Yeah. Maybe something that you shouldn't crave or want or need, but you do. Yeah, what is a vice? It's just a thing that you crave that might be bad, be bad for, for you. you. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz like everybody craves food. Yeah. But like the a, types of food can become like an addiction or yeah. other things like that. So you crave chocolate chip cookies. Mm-hmm. You know, the cookie monster is going to have his own set of issues. Yeah. I'd say a vice has to be detrimental in the long run or to your mental health or to your lifestyle or whatever. Perhaps. Although many people will argue all things in moderation. Mm-hmm. I'd say it's not a vice if you're... Well, maybe well, that is the thing. Maybe it is No, a, I think, yeah, many things can be a vice, but maybe if it's an addiction, then it's like having detrimental effects on your yeah life day-to-day life yeah because you call it a vice not because you do it all the time necessarily then right yeah, you're right then it would be an addiction so this is why we try to define things mm-hmm. so vices is our general topic what's our first specific topic under that today we're going to be talking about drugs and alcohol Ooh, which is i'd say like just say n- no <laughs> numero uno in in terms of 
America slash the world. Like, I really feel like alcohol As far as vices and, like, what everyone... Partakes in that can be... Have detrimental effects. I mean, if you're looking for an easily accessible vice, alcohol, I would say, is number one. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, followed closely by drugs. So, Mm -hmm. yep. Um... Let's get into it. Let's do it. Well, I'm thinking we should start with, like, our introduction devices via our parents. Yes, we do always like to start with what we know. So, let's see. We had a lot in common with our parents' vices. As a matter of fact, our parents' vices brought our parents together in such a way that allowed us to remain best friends. Yeah. It was when your dads are drinking buddies. Yeah. It really (laughs) helps. I, I got to see her on, like, weeknights a fair amount. Yeah. No, it was a good time. I mean, other than the our dad stumbling around drunk at the end of the night. But we got to spend all night hanging out mm-hmm. and playing and doing stuff. Yeah, and it was exciting because yeah. you never knew when it was going to happen. I guess whenever our dads were just like, hey, let's go get drunk. Yeah, well, especially when we were going to separate schools. Yeah. I don't remember how much your dad was coming over. It varied at different times. Yeah. But anyway... It's good. Yeah, it worked worked out in our favor. In our advantage, yeah. But in the, the same <laughs> breath, it was also very, very bad. Yeah, definitely have all those, like, child of alcoholic father memories. Issues. But I'd say I took more issue with the smoking. Everyone in oh, my family smoked all the time. So... Everyone. All yeah. the time. I have a vivid memory of being a little kid, and I was spraying the mirror to clean it, uh, the mirror on the wall. I don't know why. I don't know why me as a child, I was like, I'm going to Windex this mirror and clean it. Yes, you were trying to be nice and responsible. It's very Montessori of you, actually. <laughs> and it, some of it got on the wall, and I saw it drip down all the yellow tar. And so I started trying to wash the wall, and it just like... Oh, yeah. The walls were covered in... Yeah, you know, the walls were those that 70s smoker color, which plastics and things from the 70s were made that color because otherwise they would just get stained that color. Yeah, that's why everything was yellow and brown. Yeah, the the walls and the ceiling were just that pretty dark cream yellow, and Mm -hmm. so I just ended up, like, wiping it around the wall. And And my, my dad and my grandma had the gall to tell me I was wiping off the paint and I should stop, and I'm like... Well, take a look at the towel. Does this look like white cream paint? No, it's just dirt. Yeah. Tar. Tar. Yeah. Because yeah. the wall's actually, like, off-white. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, they. I don't know if they genuinely thought I was wiping the paint off or if they were in... No, they trying- didn't want to clean all the fucking walls. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. But, yeah, they were just like... Oh, no, you're wiping the paint off. Just yeah. leave it. <laughs> and I was like, this is what's in y'all's lungs. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. My dad always smoked it. I don't remember it being an issue inside. He always smoked outside, but uh, definitely always in the car. Ugh. And I still hate that. Like, I was used to it as a kid, but now it's like if you're around it, it's so bad. And you're like, oh, was it always this? Oh, it's so stinky. It was always overpoweringly gross and bad. But I don't remember it bugging me that much as a kid. It always bugged me as a kid. I'd like, 
I was go- just I'd lean against, to it. I'd lean against the window so that I could, like, get as far away as possible and have the air vent blowing directly yeah. into my nostrils. And sometimes I would just lean forward and breathe into the, um, <laughs> the air vent sometimes. Aw. And... Usually it was just bad, but sometimes it would make me nauseous or give me a headache while I was in the car. Yeah. It wasn't that big of a deal in the house. I would say the house stunk, but in the car it was like, I can't breathe. Yeah. Mm. Well, you would think they would not smoke in the car with you then. No. (laughs) I mean, because they hold it out the window while they drive and they're like, eh, it's fine. Yeah. But it's not fine. No. Because you're just sitting, like, right next to me smoking. Yeah. 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 Well. And then, of course, there was a time I had never thought about it before, but someone at school told me I smelled like cigarettes. And it hadn't dawned on me, but I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everything smells like cigarettes, so I must smell like cigarettes, too. My hair, my clothes, my skin. Yeah. Everything in the house. Yeah, and then I was like, oh, when my friends come over, I bet they're just dying. Unless, you know, they come from a smoker household. But I know... <laughs> hey. of, yeah, I know I have of at least one or two friends who did not, and they probably were grossed out. But luckily, little kids, they're just like, hmm, it smells like gross in here. And Well, they're just like, yeah, it smells different. No, I remember um, my friend's Ooh. brother came over when they were dropping my friend off and he i believe he has asperger's and he was just like it smells really bad in here and the dad was just like "Eh." and my dad was like no we haven't changed the litter box in a while and the feces smell was not the only smell he was talking about he was talking about the like permeated smoker smell yeah smoke and cat poop smell that was all over the house Yeah, you don't want that. No, you don't. Luckily, like, I didn't have anyone come over who ever made fun of me for it or was mean about it or anything, so that wasn't bad. And like I said, someone mentioned it at school, but I don't think they, like, were mean to Made fun of you or anything. No. No. Well, that's good. Yeah. But it was something that I thought about, and I was like, I don't want to smell bad. Yeah. I don't know. I just... I remember as a little kid not even, like, not having it occur to me that it was weird or bad that my dad would smoke because so many people, so many adults smoked in the 90s especially. But (laughs) I do remember, like, because he was a teacher and we were uh, walking down the hallway and my class, like, walked past my dad and I think another teacher just talking and my dad said something about going outside and having a cigarette and the kid was like, your dad smokes cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. I know. And you were like, wait, yours doesn't? Yeah, exactly. Because when you're a kid, everything... Your parents do is the norm. Yep. That's how it is. And it wasn't just my parents who smoked. Like I said, everyone in my family smoked. Uh, I guess not my sisters, who are older than me, but they they never did. But like... My mom, my grandma, my dad, my uncle, and then on my mom's half of the family, all of my aunts, all of my uncles, everyone. Oh, my family, it was really just my dad. Well, and I guess my sister smoked, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it was, no, it was every adult I was, like, ever around was a hardcore smoker. Like, constant smoking. It's icky. And it's so expensive. 
expensive. Yeah. Well, and also these days, like, if you must, like, get a vape. It's not as I, I think disgusting. That's, I think that is what people do now. Back well, in the day, though, no one Not did. everyone. Some people are still on cigarettes. and But, like, I don't know. Do you, but also know that you're going to stink all the time if you're smoking cigarettes. I think people do know that. Okay. Luckily, people have caught on to the fact that it is gross. My- your fingers stink. Mm-hmm. Stain. Your hair stinks. Okay. I'll confess. I tried to... Just- <laughs> smoke for a minute I guess back when I was when I had my first job in Denton and I just wanted a smoke break really because we were always on our feet at the tanning salon airbrush tanning salon job there wasn't a stool or anywhere to rest so I just wanted a smoke break and some of the girls that I trained with you know shared some cigarettes with me and I don't know. I tried to smoke for a minute, but everything stinks. It gets in your fingers and it just smells bad. And why would you buy all those cigarettes? And Why would you form an addiction? <sighs> yeah. And I don't know. I mean, you form an addiction because you get to a point where it's like, that feels good and that's all you want but, to do. But if you don't start. If you don't start, you don't need it ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, but my, the thing is with my parents and my mom tells me this all the time because she used to be like, don't ever smoke. Look at this. Look at what I have to do. And like that, she was just like, she was just like, do not ever do it. You know, I wish I would have never started, but back in the fifties and sixties, everybody smoked. There was an ashtray on every table. There was a giant lighter on every table. Everyone's doctors smoke. Yeah. The doctor said it was good for you in the beginning. (laughs) You were smoking on airplanes and everything. And so growing up with that mentality, like every, she had already started it. It had already been years when they were like, Oh, it's actually really bad for you. And by then breaking addiction was hard, but she was just like, it's so bad for me. And I know it is. And, you know, so I was always just like, well, I'm never going to do it. And she did not want me to. <laughs> well, yeah, it's it's definitely not worthwhile. If you're not doing it, I don't think starting, don't do it. <laughs> did your parents try and talk to you about that? And um, My mom told it to me a fair amount of times. My dad was real defensive about it. <laughs> Like, he definitely didn't want me to smoke, and I remember, oh gosh, it was so long ago. My sister, like I said, smoked, and she had to, you know, get her cigarettes one way or another. Um, But my dad, like, if I asked him about it, you know, he'd say something about how nicotine's addictive and blah, blah, blah. But he, I don't know. He wasn't real into telling me not to. Huh. Uh, I guess he figured the school did enough of that. One time, I put, uh, <laughs> I made little like no smoking posters and put them all over the house, and I stuck them up with stamps because I couldn't find the tape. So my dad a was embarrassed, mad. mad that I told him not to smoke. It was also like I wouldn't smoke in the house, so. And, but he was also like, you stuck these up with like whatever, a dime a piece, a nickel a piece, because I put them up with stamps. But, (laughs) but like, 
I don't know. He's he's defensive about his addictions. More so the alcohol than the smoking, but yeah. I don't remember my... my I th- I'm sure my dad must have told me not to, but it was definitely my mom who would just look at me every so often and be like, don't ever start. Yeah. But I don't remember my dad necessarily saying that, but I'm sure he did. I... I'm trying to remember. I feel like I don't think I would ever say that to my mom because my mom obviously was not happy she was smoking. But I feel mm-hmm. like I remember being like trying to tell my dad to stop or you should try and stop or whatever. Yeah, but I don't I don't have a clear memory of that. Hmm. Hmm. Well, so that's the smoking part. Let's <laughs> let's get back into the alcoholism. Yeah, let's get into the alcoholism. So my mother was an alcoholic when I was young, and mm. it was bad. So yeah. she ended up cleaning up her act when I was She's still. Good at AA. Yeah, she ended up doing that when I was like young, young. So I don't really have memories of her being alcoholic mother type. Yeah. Um. But so, your sisters do. Yeah, but my sisters do. So I, I always got sober mama since mm-hmm. I can really remember. So that was nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was good for me. My dad, on the other hand, would drink whenever, wherever, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Well, wasn't your dad, he was sporadically sober for his health, but not like for any... I mean, not really. No. No, okay. I'm I'm pretty sure no. Okay. Maybe I just remember like lengths of time where he and my dad weren't drinking together. Oh, but maybe that might have been I don't know. Could have been maybe. anything. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been on any other substance, maybe. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, my dad was well, I'd say he has definite alcoholic tendencies he's never claimed the title alcoholic but i'm like mm. <laughs> mm, it's affected your life mm-hmm. uh but you know he i like to think he does less now i mean with the quarantine he doesn't have anyone to drink with and he doesn't like to drink alone really mm-hmm. and i've just you know had to straight tell him i'm you know, have no interest in being a drinking buddy. Yeah, my dad also, when he comes over, tries to drink, and I just straight up tell him no. Yeah, like, we're not feeling that. No. No. <laughs> no. It's not cool. Do it with someone else. Not here in yeah. my house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't know. We can't party on the thing you scarred me <laughs> with a decade ago, yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I'd just rather not. Yeah. Let's just not do that. So, but meanwhile, my mom, so my mom was just always pretty open about it. Because I would go to her AA yeah. meetings with her, and I always knew why we were there and what she was doing. And she was always just like, don't... Well, she. I don't think she told me not to ever drink. I know she told me not to ever smoke. Did she think, tell you to, like, be careful with drinking or that you might have a tendency toward alcohol? Yeah, she told me she was just like, it runs runs in our family and yeah. you got to be careful about those addictions because blah, 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 blah. But she definitely talked to me about it and she was just like, once you're an alcoholic, you're an alcoholic for life and it's always going to be this way and yeah. you need to be able to be on top of it. And yeah, she would talk to me about it, so... I always knew I never wanted to drink, and for the most part, I didn't until yeah. one day I had felt like I had to. 
Yeah. But generally, it's not something I'm, like, excited about. No. And now it's something I feel like is mostly limited to parties. Yeah, it's a good thing to do for social gatherings. Yeah, a little social lubricant for everybody. It's fun sometimes. Mm-hmm. But, yeah... I don't know. I have definitely gone through phases of wanting to drink more and party more. And it also definitely depends on who I'm hanging around with. Mm -hmm. But as of late, I do not have much interest in drinking. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what comes around. I feel like it's also people feel like they need it. Yeah. Some. Yeah. I, I've always felt the opposite. I've always been like, I don't need it, but if everyone else is doing it, then I have to do it or I'm going to hate all you guys. Yeah. I, in the past, and like less so now, but I still, you know, have been known to lean on it. I have used it for like dating and just to like relax enough to like, I guess, get to know someone a little more. I don't know. Because I... Mm, I'm pretty closed off at first and like <laughs> and we've had this conversation before I'm an open book and yeah. I'm immediately like oh. you're immediately like this is all of Katie yeah with new people I'm just like la 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 yeah and I'm just not yeah I mean I'm nice and I know how to be like polite and nice and hold a conversation and but I'm not gonna relax and let my full Becca flag fly right off so I do use alcohol sometimes for dates or, you know, social scenarios, but eh. But our parents would just drink beer all day. <laughs> yeah, well, they couldn't wait That's, for the day to end so yeah. they could, you know, go and drink beer. That's just so bizarre to me. I remember it as a child, like... That's just what the adults did. That's definitely what my dad did. My mom never drank much, but my dad, yeah. And now I'm just like, I I know people still do it, but I'm still just like, <laughs> even like, I guess the bulk of my drinking experience has been with you. And yeah. even then, it is not people chugging beers all night. Like, that is not what we are doing. No. Well, beer is hard to drink. And to get drunk on beer, you have to drink so much beer. And it's like, is that your meal? Like, because that's your carbs for the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless you're drinking light beer, which also, I don't know. There's, there's better ways if you want it. Well, I don't condone drinking. If it's for you or not for you, it's a personal thing. Mm-hmm. But, mm. Strange. Yeah. I don't know. Seeing the way my parents did things <laughs> made me want to do things the different way. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm sure they're happy about, because I know they definitely were not hyped about the stuff that they were doing all the time. Hmm. <laughs> <sighs> Well, I'd say those were the main vices. Yeah. No, definitely like growing up, alcohol and cigarettes were the primary vices I saw. Uh, didn't come across the drugs. I always until... came I always came across the drugs when yeah. I was little and it was so awkward. Yeah. It's so awkward when you have a parent or parents who's just like obviously high all the time and like it smells like weed all the time yeah yeah and you're just like they try and hide it from you kind of but poorly yeah and you're just like 
why are you doing drugs instead of like feeding me or playing with me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so that's the other one. And drugs was also a reason my mother had to get sober because someone needed to be fucking sober. <laughs> yeah. Or and I, raise poor little Katie. Yeah. And they did. They did. He came out pretty good. I came out pretty good, so <laughs> got that going for me, which is nice. Aw. <sighs> well, yeah, I didn't come across drugs a lot. I guess my sister... Uh, got involved in a lot of drugs uh and alcohol and she tried to yeah in her short little life like from 14 to 16 i think she just tried to get into as much as she could and yeah she really she struggled a lot but (sighs) also like i don't know i blame i blame the area y'all were at what Waco? Yeah, Bellme. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you get you get with a certain group of people. You're in a certain area. There's not a lot to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, talking about vices, country, country people are like where vices yeah. come from because <laughs> there's nothing else to do. Yeah. No, I remember Taylor actually told me, like we didn't want to move to West and she was like, cause there's nothing to do out there for the kids except drugs and have sex. Yeah. Like, Oh, okay. No offense kids in West. If you're listening, I'm sure it's gotten a lot more culturally active in the past few years. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, for us, like the main thing to do was go to the mall. We went to the mall all the time. I dream yeah. about the mall all the time. <laughs> cause that's just, that was what you did. You could go to the movies or you, you could go, go to the, the mall. mall. You could go to the uh, skating rink. Yeah, there was a skating rink as well. Um, Bowling's too expensive. That was the bulk of it, though, for kids. And imagine if you're living somewhere where there's not even a mall or a skating rink. Like, what are these supposed to do? Yep. What are ya? (laughs) You you get drunk at 14 and whatever else. That's how it ends up going down. You do, you do. So, speaking of drugs and alcohol, how do you feel about it being represented in, like, schools? I know you have feelings about it. Yeah, um, well, I think most of us, if you're our age, did dare Mm -hmm. at some point. I think it was, like, fifth grade for me, fifth or sixth grade. And, I mean, I think that's well and, like, good-intentioned. And overall, like, yeah, you should, you should say no to drugs and, but I don't know. It's also, hmm, it's complicated. (laughs) I thought it was like super informative because like being a, an innocent child and Mm -hmm. I wasn't around those people. So I didn't know anything about it. And at least then I didn't have to be the ignorant person who didn't know what like weed was. At least then I could learn what it is and what it looks like and how it works and whatever else. But I also liked learning about the damaging You didn't effects. already know? No. Well, you didn't know what its name was, but you yeah. knew your dad. Okay. Yeah. But I didn't know, like... Did a, you, like, put two and two together and dare? Or? No, probably not dare. Probably later on. Okay. But 
I remember learning about the, the ill effects and I thought it was super interesting because, you know, my parents would tell me, don't ever smoke, it's so bad. But whenever they brought an actual pair of human lungs and yeah, like, made you blow been, oh, into the tube yeah. to inflate them, I was like, oh, mama, no. Yeah, no, I do remember going through a phase of like, oh my God, my dad is going to die mm-hmm. after dare. Which, I mean, he's still alive, but just definitely had effects on his health. Yeah. And, I don't know, I feel like it was good to know the actual consequences. Because, I don't know. It is. It's important for kids to know. Uh, They were a little heavy-handed, though. They were a little heavy-handed... I don't remember Dare, like, teaching much about, like, addiction and support for addiction. Or, like, I don't know. It was very just, like, just say no to drugs. (laughs) And I think it's the same sort of, like, abstinence. Like, just say no to sex. Mm -hmm. That, like, okay, and then... But, like, if something happens... Y'all got any more? (laughs) What then? (laughs) Any more information, pertinent information for us? Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, I think D.A.R.E. does a lot of good things. And I'm not not mad at D.A.R.E., I would say. But I think, you know, there needs to be more comprehensive information, I'd say, overall for definitely adolescents and children. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, older kids. There's there's definitely an interesting culture around these vices mm-hmm. because on the one hand we have this like American puritanical history background mm-hmm. which is interesting because we also have this like uh, mommy wine time happy hour yeah. with your co-workers. It's, it's bizarre that it's like no drugs except for alcohol. Alcohol all the time everywhere for Everyone everybody. has to drink. What is wrong with you if you're not drinking? Yeah, it's like so pro-alcohol and anti-everything yeah. else. It's really weird. It's like it is. You, you can't be so pro-alcohol and so anti-everything else. It just yeah. doesn't logically <laughs> logically make when any sense. When you look at how many people's lives can be like, have been negatively impacted by alcohol, how many drunk driving deaths, how many liver cirrhosis. Yeah. So It's just real weird. <laughs> it is. It was someone a long time ago picked and choosed and they were like ah, uh, yes, the alcohol. This one. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was easiest to manufacture, easiest to come by. I don't know. But, um, (laughs) no, so everyone drinks, and there's this weird pressure if you don't drink, and I was just thinking about that, like, drinking with workplace people, Mm -hmm. or, like, at work parties, Mm -hmm. which, like, a lot of things you definitely do. (laughs) I remember the first time I, I did that, it was only... Like, I want to say my second... No, it would have been... Yeah, it would have been my second or third year teaching. Mm -hmm. I went to a convention, a conference Mm -hmm. down in Galveston. And yeah, it was like, we had a hotel there. And so it was, you know, nighttime and we had all eaten dinner and we were all drinking and talking about the day. And I was like, this is so weird, but cool. Yeah. (laughs) Did y'all like 
drink much or just yeah. have a drink? No, or? I'd say everybody had like two. And um, one of the other teachers I was talking to, he was getting a little slurry mm, dirty, yeah. but it was fine. We were having good, nice conversations about life and stuff. Yeah. And nobody did anything crazy. Yeah. It's weird because I've heard like, I've heard of the no getting drunk teacher parties on campus or on school whatever or anywhere near school because people will get crazy and I'm like but it's gener- so yeah. bad yeah no it can get so bad and you never know if someone's you know if someone's an alcoholic I think more and more workplaces are coming to that conclusion of like we shouldn't just openly offer alcohol because then you know we put people on the spot of you know, if someone doesn't want to drink or if someone is struggling with not drinking, like, you don't want to have to make them say that or... I feel like I've... I don't know. I've never felt pressure from... I don't know. You ever felt, like, pressured to drink at a party or a... N- not if it wasn't just a bunch of college kids partying. College kids partying parties is where the pressure is, but, well, like, at yeah. work around adults, like, I don't know. I feel like at, at, at my old work, there was some of that. But. Yeah. I don't know. I guess maybe it's the venue, because it's always like, I get. I guess with my friends, I feel pressure, but with coworkers or acquaintances, I'm not going to feel any pressure. I'm just like, mm, nah. Because <laughs> I've had people offer it to me, and they're like, oh, you're not doing, doing it? And I'm like, nah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I haven't felt pressured by too many people, but you're right. There are, like, certain, like, if you're at a college party or, you know, hanging out with, like, a certain group of people, there yeah, might I'm gonna be say, that, like, hi, you're going to drink, right? Everybody's doing shots. Yeah, I'd say yeah. Un- under 25 people, <laughs> there's some pressure. Over 25 people, they don't care anymore. Yeah, it's like you do or you don't, and, you know, as long as everyone's doing all right and not fucking up yeah <laughs> then yeah but I've, I've always had an easy time about it because they're just like hey you want some beer and i'm just like no and then they're like oh no do you not drink and i'm like i don't drink that crap yeah <laughs> and then they you. they're usually like oh okay and that's <laughs> about the end of it <laughs> yeah so i can always just be like i'm not drinking that no <laughs> and then if you get offered a fruity mixed drink and then I probably would. Yeah, and drink a free, fruity mixed drink, generally. Yeah. But, no, well, apparently you didn't know, but it's like a trending thing now that people are, like, voluntarily choosing to go sober. Like, even if they're not at the point where I'm, like, I've hit rock bottom, I need to, you know, get this out of my life. But some people are choosing to just, like, give it up for a month or give it up for a period of time and just see how they do. There's even a, like, sober January. Like, a a lot of people will do that, you know, maybe as their New Year's resolution or maybe just for the month of January. It bums me out to think that people drink so much that they need to take a month off. Well, Uh, it's, like, such a part of culture for hundreds and hundreds of years. It is. It's been a staple to humanity, which... You know, uh, I respect that. Yeah. But also, like, people are obsessed with it. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. It is yeah. such an ingrained part of life. It's crazy. It is. It is a very ingrained part of our culture. And which, you know, the more I think about it, the more I, like, empathize with people who 
you know, can't drink are, you know, alcoholics or have, you know, a medical issue and just can't drink. Like, it's so into our culture, and I feel like you'd be constantly explaining yourself or... Yeah. I So I didn't, like, give in to drinking until I was 21 or, you know, a few months before 21, yeah. which is what you're supposed to do, but <laughs> everybody was drinking from teenagerdom, and yeah. I just wouldn't. And I was... I, I just couldn't be around all these people doing all these stupid, stupid things. <laughs> and you know how teenagers are. They'll try and get just shit-faced immediately. And that's, like, yeah. the cool thing to do. And I was just you like... You have it. Drink it as fast as possible. Yeah. And then you'll throw up. And it's a party. Yeah. I just... <laughs> I self-excluded or was excluded otherwise from, like, the happenings. Because I just... I would not. Yeah. And it, it's just... And I was throwing the happenings. Yeah, there was a while there where you stopped asking me to come because you knew I'd say no. And I was just like, okay. Well, it's not the kind of party you'd be into. No. But eventually, like, if you want to socialize with other people, you either need to be okay with them acting like idiots around you or you got to join the idiocracy to, Mm -hmm. to be part of the function. Yeah. And hopefully, you know, your friend group settles down yeah. and the idiocracy and the, you know, need and desire for that settles down. Yeah. Work, they worked it out of their system and now it's just like yeah. pretty, pretty neutral. Yeah. <laughs> we get a little cuckoo chew from time to time, yeah. but nothing, we're pretty mild these days. Yeah, nothing like crazy. Yeah. But some people live their life like that the whole time. Yeah. Ah, it seems how do you tiresome. Have, yeah, I was about to say, how do you have the energy for that? <laughs> yeah, well, now... Uh, well, and that's what they look forward to the most. Yeah. Like, so that's whenever it goes maybe from a vice to an addiction is whenever, like, that's what you can't wait for is... Well, yeah, if you're like, I need this work day to end so I can pour myself a fucking drink every day, <laughs> that might be a sign that you're developing a dependence or have developed a dependence Mm -hmm. yeah so i don't that is where you are at we are not professionals let me just pop in right now disclaimer and we can't speak professionally to addiction but you know i i know people so if you are struggling (laughs) i could point you in a direction maybe Mm -hmm. (laughs) we can maybe listen and point yeah I'm I'm a good pointer. Mm-hmm. I'm a good listener. Yeah. So, so there you go. <laughs> and if you are currently smoking cigarettes, stop. <laughs> Get a vape like all these kids, and it can smell like anything. It can smell like watermelon rainbow surprise. Like why? <laughs> why do you still want to smell like tar and breathe in the rat poison? <laughs> yeah. So. I'm not a professional, but that's my advice. <laughs> Stop what you're doing now. And the expense. My mother, mm-hmm. it, towards the end of her smoking saga, was hand-rolling cigarettes with a machine. To save money. To save money because it was so expensive. And so she'd sit there and she'd crank that machine and fill up the little uh, She tubes. couldn't do that with her arthritis. Yeah, eventually the machine got too hard because you have to push it pretty hard. Yeah. And it took hours. She would sit there and do it for hours to make all her cigarettes devotion oh my goodness saved a lot of money though because that is expensive yeah 
And I don't know, she might have gotten something a little cleaner if she was yeah. just directly putting She's, yeah, it was tobacco, just tobacco into paper. Yeah, that was what she said as well. Because you can get really nasty stuff in cigarettes. Like, they... Nasty, guys. Mm-hmm. Don't... <laughs> If you want to get upset, if you've ever smoked a menthol cigarette, <laughs> look up how they make it so minty, especially like a, if you've ever smoked a Camel Crush. <laughs> Maybe look into what that is. <laughs> the plastic you break in the inside to make the menthol. Ooh. Ooh. Anyway, not to mention all the litter. Oh yeah. my gosh, the thousands and billions and trillions of cigarette butts. Yeah. Goodness. And we're back to the paper and the shit mm-hmm. where we started this episode. Yes, we are. <laughs> so that was just our little, little short talk <laughs> on drugs and alcohol specifically yes. as a vice. And, a dip into the vices. Mm-hmm, and where we stand, I guess, with them as a vice or not. I'd say neither of those for me are a vice. Yeah, I don't know. I'd say both for me could be, but I don't know. More or less, less these days. Mm -hmm. Well, tune in next week because you're going to want to hear what our vices are. Because if it's not drugs and alcohol, what could it be? It's got to be something. Well, yeah, and if you're comfortable talking about your vices, you know, you can send us feedback. Oh, hey, we're going to try a new system, guys. Mm -hmm. Because we are putting these out every couple of weeks and... You know, for it's our, a little more spread out. Yeah, for our three listeners who keep writing into us, we appreciate it so much. We we're gonna love the feedback. Yes, we're we're gonna right. try and make it a little bit easier for you, though. <laughs> yes. So you can write to us at any time, and we're gonna give your feedback back to you on our last episode of the general topic. Mm-hmm. So that we're not doing it every single episode, we'll just save it all for the end and get it all out of the way. So that you really only need to write us one big email. Enjoy it all at once is what she means, yes. not get it out of the way. We love your feedback so, yes. so much. Of course we do. <laughs> love to hear from you guys. Yes, y'all are the best. Thank you. Thank you for all your input. And so if you have that, you can send it to us now. We're uh, just going to we're going we're gonna to hold on to it till the yeah, end. Yeah, you can send that to gstbfbf at gmail.com or we're on Instagram at gstbfbf pod woo all right y'all enjoy those drugs and alcohol yeah <laughs> well this has been generally specific topics between friends best friends bye bye used to be when we were younger and free if we sing anymore we would probably have to pay rights um, but yeah, no, I mean, okay, bye. Bye. Ha ha ha. Are we going now? Yes.